this will make high quality available men chase you and girlfriend, it's not what you think. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want desires and pursues you forever. Now, I'm not going to be sharing any content today because Zach Rohde is going to do us the honor because he is a polarity expert. Hey, Zach. Hey, Antia. How are you doing today? So excited to have this conversation because it's one thing for the women to hear it from me, from a woman, but it's another one to hear it actually from a man, right? Yep, that's going to make a big difference and specifically a man who is in his masculine energy because so much of the content that is out there is actually from men who are deeply emasculated. And so they're going to be giving you advice about how to attract emasculated men and they don't realize it. And often the women who are listening don't realize it either. So you're going to be attracting the wrong kind of man. And this, guess, guess what you're going to deal with? a depolarized relationship where you're going to have to be leading. You're going to get burnt out. You're not going to be having fun and you're definitely not going to feel cherished. Absolutely. Right. Like where you end up being resentful because you have to carry all the weight. You have to make all the decisions, making all the plans. Sounds like you're talking to my audience. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, but before we do, do that, I would love to just um, tell the women a little bit about how you became a polarity expert. Yeah, sure. So I had been really deep into self-improvement for a good decade and a half. Um, before I learned about polarity, I had I had done a lot of dating. I had met a wonderful woman. I married her. And um, for a while, the relationship was pretty, pretty good, better than most, I would say. Then we had a child. Uh, suddenly, she had a lot of needs that she didn't have before. And she started doing a lot of leading that she wasn't doing before. And I started to feel really, really irritated. I started to actually go crazy. Uh, <laughs> it felt crazy with irritation because I was being led so much um, and judged, led and judged. Definitely two things that a man doesn't like from a woman, unless he's really emasculate, then he might like it. Um, so I realized there's something really wrong and I realized I really needed to fix it. And I had to do it fast because I wanted to care for my wife. I wanted to care for my son um, but I was wanting to also just go away, far away and, and not even engage because of the way that our engagement had um, had kind of gone downhill. And so um, I then very soon after I started actually researching, I discovered polarity. I started learning about it. I uh, read David Data and I'm like, OK, that's nice how that's very theoretical and abstract. Now, how do I actually apply it into my life? And so I then went on a journey of basically teaching myself how to lead my wife into using feminine communication, into her feminine energy, into vulnerability, so that I would feel inspired to serve her, to take care of her, to uh, lead her with devotion rather than feel irritated and not want to have anything to do with her because that's not going to be healthy for a marriage. So that's what I did. Learned how to do that. Polarized our relationship. Now our, our marriage is fantastic. Really no issues, conflicts. Uh, just feel great with each other all the time. And then I started teaching uh, women clients and men clients how to do the, the same thing. And then here we are. Oh, thank God we have you, Zach. 
So I'm excited to actually dive into some of the principles that make a masculine man be attracted to a woman. And before we do that, I want to go into, into a couple of no-goes, what actually women do, what you see that makes them run the opposite direction, right? Like run for the hills. Yeah. So most of the things that I have seen, I have seen out there will definitely make a masculine man run for the hills. So a typical example would be the book, The Rules, right? What is that book? That is literally a book of rules of how to be masculine energetically with some feminine costume stuff on top, right? It's all based on control. Mm -hmm. It's all based on controlling of the self and the man's perceptions. There's nothing feminine about that. You cannot properly fake being truly feminine. It's either something that you're embodied in or not. And um, one of the really big pieces that's missing, especially in early dating is uh, teaching women to be truly vulnerable. So much that's out there is based on like, no, just show that you're really independent, show that you don't need him, show that, um, you know, you're, you're not emotionally affected. And guess what? When you act like that, you're going to attract men who are looking for the kind of woman that's not emotionally affected, right? Which is what kind of man? An emasculated man. A man who's looking more for a mother type or a roommate partner, you know, will be bros and and uh, split everything 50-50 type, right? And uh, women who are more traditional, more in their feminine instinct, feminine energy, uh, more connected with that side of themselves, that's probably not the kind of man or the kind of relationship you're going to want to attract. So one of the things I really focus on is teaching women, even from day one, even before you even go on a date, to be vulnerable, to be honest about your feelings, right? And I'm talking about any feeling, whether that's sadness, whether that's shame, whether that's anger, even whether that's neediness, okay? There's nothing wrong with your feelings when they are expressed responsibly. There's a lot wrong with your behaviors, when you're when you don't express your feelings responsibly and vulnerably, because then you're going to take it out in ways that a man is going to be uh, instantly repelled by. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like that's like a good piece that you're um, addressing here, right? Because so many women don't want to come off as needy because when they were quote unquote needy, they were belittled. They okay. were, you know, like you know, parents were either like dismissing them, right? Or, or, and they felt helpless and powerless. So what would be like an example, what, what you mean with like, even when a woman is needy, like to express that and literally from the get go, when she's on a date with a guy? Yeah. So that's a great question. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to focus this in. So, I mean, it's possible it might be a little problematic if it was like the first date and a woman is already feeling needy, but let's say it's like the third date. The third right? date, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Right? So, mm -hmm. so as an example, with my wife and I, uh, we were really into each other on our by our third date, even on our first date, but especially, you know, by our third date, it's like, yeah, this is going somewhere. And I'm trying to, the, the thing was, I'm trying to visualize this, right? What this would look like and feel like if a woman that I actually liked was communicating that she felt needy, say on a third date. Uh, and if so, so if she expressed like, Hey, may I share something I'm feeling? I feel needy right now. You know, may I have some help? That's really beautiful. 
Okay. Because she's expressing those feelings so responsibly. She's not putting that on me, right? She's not blaming me. She's not manipulating me into giving her attention, anything like that. Uh, she's not trying to hide it either. She's just being open and honest. So now she is providing an opening for a masculine man who's in touch with his instincts to give her provision, right? What is that provision going to look like? It might be reassurance, right? Because that neediness might come from some insecurities. It might be uh, attention. It might just be uh, giving her clarity, right? If, um, if say, he was really busy at work and hadn't been able to respond for three days, but he's still really into her and that's bringing up some stuff for her. All she needs is that reassurance to know, hey, everything's fine, okay? And then everything can go back to normal. And for a masculine man, women have to understand this, that actually feels good for him. A masculine man needs to feel needed. He needs to be needed. If a woman doesn't need her because she's an independent boss babe and she's got things under control and she can handle all her own feelings by herself, okay, what's his role? What is he needed for? It's not needed for anything, okay? And, and a big part of provision, it's not just financial provision we're talking about. It's also emotional provision. It is in, in, from leading, right? It's giving her what she needs so that she can feel good. So when a woman, uh, so only when a woman's actually honest with her feelings, instead of hiding them, can a man properly do his job. And that will feel good for him. I mean, the best way to think of it is, you know, when you give somebody a Christmas present, do you feel good? Right. When it's done purely from your own autonomy, not because you're obligated to do it, but it's because like, oh, I want to give this gift. And then you see how much you've made that person happy. You feel really damn good about yourself and really good about the relationship. Right. You're glad you gave that gift. That's exactly what the gift of clarity, gift of um, a reassurance, gift of holding space, a gift of whatever a man's giving, that's how it feels. But he can only provide those gifts when a woman provides that beautiful opening for him to do so. I can already see like the, the women's brains like exploding right now, right? Because you're basically saying, no, actually, tell me. Uh, tell, tell me that you that you need help, right? Because the women's story is, okay, if I tell like this guy that I need help, he'll be like, ooh, that's disgusting, right? So that, that's literally the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you were pointing towards this earlier, women have, because of childhood, right, they've, they've been conditioned to believe that they are a burden, right? Most women have that deep belief that they are a burden, that their needs are a burden, that their feelings are a burden, right? And so the pattern that they develop to get love from their parents and other caregivers is to inhibit their needs, their feelings, and themselves, right? Twist themselves around, uh, minimize their needs so that enough of their needs will get met. And unfortunately, while that may have been a pattern that would work to get your needs met as best as they could have in childhood with wounded parents, right? Because most of the parents are very wounded. That's going to be a pattern that really backfires when it comes to attracting the kind of man that you really need, who is capable of leading and capable of cherishing you. That kind of man wants a woman who feels worthy of expressing her needs, expressing her feelings, because she has a deep belief that 
those needs will be met, that those feelings will be heard. Um, so you have to basically unprogram everything that you've learned. And of course, that's going to be terrifying. There's going to be a lot of fear to move through and excuses. And, and what would you tell a woman? Because I see this all the time when I mentioned something like that on a video. Well, Antje, I did that with my partner. And what he did was he stopped calling me. Um, he <laughs> stopped communication. Um, he, he asked for the check and left early. So what would you tell a woman like that who said, well, Zach, you just told me to express my needs. I did that. And he ran the opposite direction. Yeah, right. So there's several possibilities, right? The first possibility is that you are on a date or in a relationship with a man that is really emasculated and not really capable of meeting your needs and holding space for your feelings and leading you. And if that's the case, my question is, why on earth would you want to be with him anyway? It's actually a good thing that you are getting rejected. I I use a spaghetti strainer analogy, right? When you make a pot of spaghetti, you put that in the in the strainer and out goes all of the gross water so that you can eat the yummy spaghetti. Well, the gross water is all the men that you don't want. And how are you going to properly strain out those men? By being you, by being your most beautiful, vulnerable self without, in, without inhibiting yourself, without holding back. There's lots of men out there that are not capable of cherishing you in the way that you need. So strain them out and don't feel bad about it. Feel happy that you saved yourself years or, you know, a 20 year marriage that you now no longer have to go through. Right. That's a good thing. Um, so that's one one part to this. Two, it's very possible that you're just not communicating properly. Um, if you just share a bunch of feelings and you're like, hey, I feel really uh, sad and disrespected and all this, and here's why. Well, you're actually putting a lot of judgments in there. And you're also putting a lot of stories in there that he didn't ask for. Instead of just tapping into your feelings, realizing that just your feelings alone are worthy, asking permission to share them, which is a trigger and interesting topic in itself, um, and then sharing the feeling, right? I, I feel sad or I feel shame, or I feel anger, and then waiting. Wait for him to lead you. Don't put it all on him without him leading you. So that's part of it. And then the last part is, what is your energy, right? If you, <laughs> for those women who have studied um, uh, things like nonviolent communication, for example, that's teaching you softened masculine communication. That's not feminine. That's energetically leading. And when you energetically lead a man, you make it impossible for him to feel devotion to you. Literally impossible. A man can only feel devotion to a woman when she is not energetically leading. She is in an energetic, submissive, receptive state. And when you say things like, hey, I uh, try to remember nonviolent communication. Um you know, this this bad thing happened uh, and I feel sad and here's what I need. And then here's my request. That's very heady. First of all, it's not really tapped into your heart. And then second of all, you're trying to get an outcome. What's the outcome you're trying to get? You're trying to get him to understand. You're trying to get him to meet your needs. You're trying to do all of these things. And a man's going to feel that even if the words were right. Even if you had all the words right, the energy is way off. Here's the equivalent. It's like a man who tells you to do something, right? Like, hey, um, be ready for six uh, and I'm going to take you out. And it was like really weak and permissive. Like, oh, 
uh, yeah, maybe like uh, come out for six and uh, maybe I'll pick you up. Right. And it's like sort of telling you what to do, but it's very permissive, very weak. Yeah. How are you going to respond in your body? You're going to contract. It's going to you're, you're going to cringe. It might feel a little gross. Why is that? Your body's telling you this man cannot lead. This man is not confident. This man um, is, is not capable of giving me what I deeply need as a woman. Well, when you lead a man, he's going to feel irritation and he is going to lose that feeling of devotion because his body is telling him this woman is not able to submit and give me what I need. And what does a man need? He needs to be able to lead a submissive, vulnerable, feminine woman mm -hmm. and have all of his gifts received and have his leadership respected. Oh, so good. Like I'm sure the women take lots of notes and I hope that answers some questions for you ladies. And yeah, let's talk about some more of the things. What else is a masculine man who is of course quality available looking for in a woman? Okay. Well, so he, a masculine man is not going to care about your job very much. He's not going to care about your level of success not going to care about any of the things that a woman is typically looking for in a man. Um, and in fact, that can actually be detrimental in many ways. Uh, women will often say, oh, men are just really intimidated by my success. Yeah, probably some emasculated men are. But the truth is, masculine men are not intimidated by your success. They're just turned off by your energy and the way that you are communicating, right? You're more masculine energy. Um, so, it, and, and the, the success stuff is irrelevant in, in, in the first place. So what a man really needs is a woman who is able to receive him, right? She's receptive to him, which means she's not argumentative, not challenging. So much advice out there that a woman has to be challenging. Yeah, that's true. If you want an emasculated man, it's not true. If you want a masculine man, you need to be in your self-worth. Right, a man needs to be able to feel that your your feminine self worth is online. How is he going to be able to feel that? Well, you a, a woman who is in her self worth is able to express all of her feelings, all of her needs, desires in a feminine way, not by leading, but uh, with feminine communication. A woman who's not in her worth, she's not going to communicate that stuff, right? So she's actually going to hide that. So you need to be able to express that so he can feel. How worthy of you, how worthy you are of his devotion, of his care. Um, you need to be able to know how to respect him. There's a lot of things. There's so much with even day-to-day -day communication that women don't realize, even just small things that are pushing a man away. Here's an example. If a woman says, Hey, uh, please, very nicely and sweetly, please uh, pass the salt. Guess what? That's leading. That's giving a man a directive. So in that moment, you are not in your feminine energy or in your masculine energy, maybe softened, but masculine. And at least a very tiny amount, if his instincts are online, he's going to lose a bit of attraction, a little bit of devotion for you. So there's all these ways that, a, that women try to get their needs met or desires met where they are pushing a man away unknowingly. And that's why feminine communication is so fundamentally important and it's not really taught and even among what i've seen with femininity coaches the ones i've seen anyway um they're actually teaching a 
a masculinized version of feminine communication. It's like softened masculine communication rather than feminine. So it might be getting results, but is it getting results attracting masculine men who can really lead you? Or is it getting results attracting emasculated men that you can subtly and perhaps unconsciously control? Mm. You know what? I see that so often also on social media. I'm like, oh, this person, this you know, high chief person, she finally met the man and I'm excited. But then I look at the photo and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I don't know what happened. I think she's down dating. What, what happened? You know, is that, is that, and, that, and I see this repeating over and over. So you're totally right that they have success. And then I feel finally admired and cherished, right? And they're willing to downgrade to a man. And then they call him masculine but it's so not it's so not you know what i mean yeah. like like already tell just by the appearance alone <laughs> yeah and when a woman's in her feminine of course when her instincts are online when she's really been paying attention to this it's going to be really obvious that a man is not in his masculine and so yeah the woman has actually often deluded herself to believing that this man is masculine because here's the thing a man can well other than looking uh, effeminate. A man can be doing many of the right things, right? Where it looks like he's leading, you know, he's planning the dates, he's paying the bills, he's organizing events, all of that kind of stuff. But he's not really leading, just looks like it. So I call this covert submission. Mm. Covert submission is where a woman is actually energetically leading, often unconsciously without realizing it. And her man is covertly submitting to her energy. She might not be saying, hey, go do this, you know, go do the dishes, um, you know, plan me a date. But she doesn't need to because her energy is more in her more masculine. And guess what? The man that she attracted is doing exactly what he did in childhood to please his mom, which is not leading. It is submitting to her energy to appease her. Okay. And so women will say, oh, I got this really devoted man. He does everything for me. And guess what? Uh, She's not really attracted to him. The sex life often isn't that great. She feels somewhat unsatisfied. And there's a reason why. It's because that is not devotion. That is not devotion. You will know when you feel or when you're experiencing devotion because you will feel cherished. You will feel energetically penetrated. You will feel your man's dominance, that energy penetrating you, leading you, protecting you, providing for you. And it's coming from that place of strength. If he's doing a bunch of nice stuff for you and you don't feel cherished, no, it's not devotion. That's covert uh, submission. And you (laughs) may unknowingly and probably are covertly leading where you're not necessarily doing it intentionally. You might even be using feminine communication and have a lot of the words right, but your energy is all leading. So it's like you're wearing a feminine costume. So this is subtle stuff, right? We're getting into a lot of the deeper understanding here. It's not just about the behaviors. It's about the energetics. That's what matters. You can you can play dress up, play pretend, polarity dress up, But to be in a truly polarized dynamic, polarized relationship, that's very different. And you'll know when you're truly in it because it feels so good. The man feels so dominant, so strong, so powerful, so in control. 
the woman feels so soft, so vulnerable, so radiant, so uh, so cherished. Oh, I love that. And I know we could talk forever, but we're coming to an end, ladies. So tell the women, like, because you actually also help men too, because I hear women say all the time, well, you tell, tell us what to do. And what about the guys, right? And and what do you do for the guys too? So just so you can give a little bit of a, um, you know, contrast for the women to help the guys to be that masculine man, right? Yeah, absolutely. So most of the men that I am dealing with are not the jerk kind of men, right? The ones that their, their hearts are not online. They're very selfish. They're self-absorbed. They're often um, treating a woman like a doormat. We don't, they don't really tend to come into our field. We tend to work with more um, soft men, more feminized men, men whose hearts are usually online, but their leadership is not right. Their backbone is not, they don't have solid boundaries. They don't, they, they aren't assertive. They aren't willing to, you know, direct a woman. They aren't willing to correct a woman when her behavior is disrespectful. So what we teach men to do is basically how to grow a backbone. Uh, and the way I like to explain this is we teach men how to be femininity coaches, right? Which is lovingly, but firmly from a place of strength, leading a woman out of any masculine energy, any masculine communication, any masculine behaviors, and into feminine communication instead, feminine energy instead. So for example, if a woman was, you know, judging, blaming a man, then uh, he would have to let her know what she's doing is inappropriate. Stop doing that lovingly, right? Not, not critically, not from a, not trying to subjugate her and tell her like uh tell me what you're feeling right tell me what you're feeling right now i care about your feelings but stop doing this tell me what you're feeling oh you're feeling sad okay i care about that and then lead her through that <clears throat> so that she can let go of the unhealthy pattern start opening up more because really what a woman needs is to feel safe to let go she just often doesn't know how okay there's a lot of those unhealthy patterns so that's really what we're teaching men to do and through that process to become a good leader to be a good femininity coach well you got to also learn how to be really responsible really accountable really emotionally centered uh coming from a place of love you got to work through all your own crap and there's a lot of stuff to work with um so yeah that's the that's the gist of what we're teaching men and um there's a lot, just like women, men are very lost as well. And they need this stuff just as much as women do. Totally, totally. So for the women who are watching this right now, do you have like an offer, a way where they can find you? If they want to learn more about how they can work together with you and how they can start learning more about how to communicate in the right way with the right energy. Absolutely. So you can always follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok. I'll probably get banned again. Uh, and, and, uh, that's, you can just search as Zach Rohde. So my name, um, you can also go to relationship of your where we show all of the things that we offer, all the things that we do. And you can also go to polarity club, polarity club.com. And that's our main, uh, core offer where all of, we have a video course, we have weekly trainings, we have a private Facebook group where we are talking about this stuff all the time. We are teaching women 
everything that you need to know about feminine communication, how to let go, how to express your needs, your feelings, your desires in a way that is going to inspire men to step up, serve you, lead you, take care of you, protect you, uh, become more honorable, become more responsible, become more accountable. Um, And of course, we teach the counterpart for men as well. And then you get to practice with the coaches, with the other men, and really make these shifts quickly. So PolarityClub.com, definitely check that out. Uh, You will learn so much in a really short period of time. Oh, awesome. And the links, ladies, will be below this video as well. And if you're listening to it on a podcast, it'll be in the show notes. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Zach. I learned a lot and uh, so excited to hear what else you can offer the women that are watching this right now. So thank you for sharing your wisdom today. And for the ladies, I will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.